On this edition of the Table of Content, Mike and I review Mother Holly, a story by the Brothers Grimm that was recorded by We Are One Body Audio Theater. Stay tuned. That's coming up next right here on the Table of Content. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Table of Content. Glad to have you with us. I'm Albert Sines, joined by Mike Timmons. Mike, glad to have you. I am always glad to be here, Albert. So, Mike, today we are looking back at a story that was recorded by WAOB Audio Theater, Mother Holly. Uh, it's a story by the Brothers Grimm. Are you a, are you a story fan, like a fairy tale fan? You know, I'm not a, really familiar with fairy tales, to be honest. Um, what did you grow up on? However, did you learn morals without a fairy tale? You know, growing up, we made videos, we made stories. I had a big imagination. Um, This is all new to me, you know. I've heard of Cinderella, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Who was that girl? I don't know. We can talk about her next time. But (laughs) this mother, Holly, I've never heard of her. Supposedly, she's, she's quite famous. In the uh, Netherlands. Yeah, so somewhere out there in one of those sort of uh, European areas. Um, but uh, so let's let's kind of just get into the get into the story. Right. Um, so w- what's the basic synopsis here, Mike, on the story? All right. So there's this widow. She's got two daughters. One of them, beautiful, industrious, hardworking. The other one, not so beautiful. The story calls her ugly and lazy. Um, But the thing is that the mother loved the ugly one, the lazy one, best because that was her own daughter. And the other one was her stepdaughter. And so the stepdaughter was made to do all the work. The stepdaughter was kind of shunned in a way. So every day she was made to spin by the well. And one day the, uh, the spindle fell out of her hand, fell down the well. And she runs home. She's crying. And the stepmother was very harsh to her. She said, you have to go into the well and get that spindle. Fetch it out yourself. And so the girl goes down. She jumps in. But what happens next is sort of a paradox. As she goes down into the well, she ends up above the earth. The story continues. And she comes across some strange things, some wa- some talking bread, some talking apples. Um, and each time she encounters, for the talking bread, they say, take us out. We're burnt. And she takes care of them. The apple, the same thing. Um, shake me, shake me. And she shakes the apple tree. The apples fall down. She's a very caring person. And then she comes across something else, a woman. A woman with large teeth. You want to go on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, I, I, before I go on, you know, this really sounds kind of like an Alice in Wonderland. I don't know if you know who Alice in Wonderland is, Mike. I know you <laughs> yes, barely know Cinderella is, but uh, <laughs> it sounds kind of like an Alice in Wonderland. You know, you kind of fall down a hole, and all sorts of sort of strange and interesting things start to happen. Um, so yeah, so she she has now come across uh, this older woman who's. I guess not that pleasing to look at, but is very, very pleasant and very nice in her demeanor. And this is Mother Holly. 
Mm-hmm. So Mother Holly takes her in and basically gives her some chores to do. And the industrious stepdaughter uh, excels at them and does everything perfectly. You know, one of the interesting things that uh, Mother Holly asks her to do is to make her bed in such a way that the that the feathers uh, fly about. And so it mm-hmm. looks kind of like it's snowing. It, it says in the story that Mother Holly says, For I wish you always to shake it thoroughly so that the feathers fly about. Then they say down there in the world that is it is snowing. Uh, so it's like the daughter was making it snow in the world whenever she mm-hmm. sort of made the bed. Uh, but she continues along her tasks. But even though, and this is a little hard to believe, uh, you know, the stepdaughter had a pretty good thing going on there. Mother Holly took care of her, gave her good food, uh, and all she had to do was do her chores, and she did them very well. But the stepdaughter realized she needed to go home. So she goes home, and Mother Holly says, okay, well, that's a good thing. Like, you actually want to go back home. So it takes her, and at this gateway, ends up kind of covering her in gold uh, for being so good. She goes back to her stepmother's house, and the stepmother, of course, all she can see is the gold, uh, isn't so concerned that her stepdaughter returned and sends her own daughter, the lazy one, out and says, you go do the same thing. Well, the lazy one is lazy. <laughs> so she gets in there. She she doesn't help the bread. She doesn't help the apple tree. She barely helps Mother Holly. And then Mother Holly says, it's time for you to go. So uh, expecting to be showered in gold. Instead, she is showered in pitch, covered in pitch, back to her mother's house, and as the story says, uh, she was actually never able to get the pitch off uh, as long as she lived. So uh, it seems as though we're, we're dealing with a pretty easy sort of thing to look at from a surface level, like, hey, if you work hard and you help people, good things happen. If you do not work hard and you do not help people, bad things happen. Exactly. Uh, and I, I, you know, it's it's a I think a very classic sort of storyline, uh, whether it's a movie or a book or a fairy tale. Um, I think you see that a lot. You see the person that works hard is is rewarded. But what I'm interested in sort of starting on is how the stepdaughter, much like other sort of fairy tales, kind of similar to a Cinderella, and, and it says that in the story. It says you know she was very much like a Cinderella. I I wonder why it is that. People who sometimes work really hard and do what they're told to do end up kind of sort of suffering along the way. Yeah, that's exactly what happens here. Same with Cinderella, um, a story which I'm very familiar with. Yeah, where is the justice? Where is the fairness? And I think that's the moral of the story is that hard work is rewarded. Laziness is punished. Um, But sometimes we don't see it right away. But ultimately, that's what happens, whether it's um, whether that's from a higher power, such as Mother Holly, such as, you know, the Christian perspective, God rewards us. And there's a sense of justice in God. And I, I just think, yeah, this Mother Holly figure is she just contrasts the stepmother so much in that she's full of goodness. And she's also, she's strong, not stronger. What's the word I'm looking for? She has more of the final say than the stepmother as to what, where justice lies. 
Yeah, but why is it that sometimes in this life we don't see it right away? We see laziness rewarded and even hard work, not necessarily punished, but just sort of ignored. Right, right, right. And, you know, it's, I'm sure we could create, you know, we could come up with a thousand examples in our real life of how we see both sides of this uh, come to fruition. But I wanted to go back, kind of what you talked about, you know, kind of looking at it from the Christian perspective. And I think, you know, if we look at the lives of the saints and how many of them sort of were so industrious in their life, working hard to be obedient to God, to serve God, to love God, you know, to know God completely. And of course, some of them ultimately paying the price, right? They, they sacrificed their life through, through, through martyrdom. And they're rewarded in the end. They're rewarded in the end, but the life along the way was, was, was hard. And I, you know, I, I believe that God's always paying attention right. uh, and that he's following what we do in our lives. And I, I, I don't want this at all to turn into a, well, you know, this person was holy enough and this person was not holy enough. That, that's not anything that I'm talking about. That's not for me to judge or to talk about or to try and even consider what it is that God sees. But that God is watching in that there is a great reward at the end for us who work hard to to serve and to know and to love God. Right. Could it be, I was thinking of St. Francis of Assisi, um, who said that it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and these good deeds, maybe um, for the stepdaughter, it was in doing these good deeds that she she did receive. She Maybe that, that was part of her beauty. Uh, maybe it wasn't just uh, physical beauty. Maybe it was something deeper, and there was something that she did receive in this life, um, which it was something that the stepmother couldn't give. Um, possibly? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> but, but, you know but, 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 you know, on, 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 the, beauty, on the beauty topic, right, mm-hmm. is this, this, this could have been, in this story, the stepdaughter could have gone along, helped the bread, helped the apple tree, and when she met Mother Holly, Mother Holly could have been this, you know, beautiful, fair maiden, you know, soft-spoken mm. and said, you know, you know, come in and help me. But instead, they chose to make Mother Holly not necessarily a, an, an attractive woman, right? Let, let's, let's, let's see exactly what, what it says about her. It says, Big um, right, it says, the next thing she came to was a little house, and there she saw an old woman looking out with such large teeth that she was terrified and turned to run away. But the old woman called after her, What are you afraid of, dear child? Stay with me. If you will do the work of my house properly for me, I will make you very happy. Hmm. And how many times in, in our lives, right, do we come across a situation kind of like this, like the stepdaughter, and we see something, and we're sort of, we like, our instinct is to like, I just got to run away. But we are actually called, you know, God sort of calls upon us and says, no, no, you need to be here. You need to stay here and you need to work here. You need to serve me here in this way. Mm-hmm. And then the reward will come afterwards. But our instinct is so sort of like, ah, 
it's scary or it's terrifying or it's ugly or large teeth or it's just not what I expected. But if we can look past it, there's something beautiful actually on the other side. And and you come to really see that regardless of how Mother Holly looked, and we could sort of create an image in our head, but let's just assume, you know, an old woman with really large teeth, very sort of dissatisfying to look at. But we come to find out that she was probably a really beautiful person on the inside because she right. had she had the ability to give uh you know if if she so chose and i think the the beautiful daughter she recognized that um it didn't take long for her to to trust this woman all she said was don't be afraid i'll take care of you okay she turns around and the, she just had the disposition and i don't know if the ugly daughter would have had that disposition if she wasn't forewarned beforehand um about this woman that had these powers to shower gold on her. And I think that the daughter was, of course, being forced by her mother to go and do this. And of course, had all she had in her mind was getting gold in the end. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people will do things, you know, outright for a reward of, you know, greed, I guess you can say, right. you know, to, to fulfill that greed and selfish desire. And I think that's what she was able to sort of get past Mother Holly's appearance. Um, but, you know, I, I, I like the thought that someone is able to look beyond the surface and see what's really lying beyond that. And again, I think that's something else that God calls us to in our Christian faith is look beyond mm-hmm. and see, see the goodness that's beyond what your eyes kind of see. This beautiful daughter wasn't doing any of this to be showered in gold. That was not on her radar. She didn't know that was that was going to happen, and she did it anyway. And the other, the lazy daughter, she knew that was a possibility, and she still couldn't get herself to work because she was just in the habit of being super lazy. Um, I just think that's so interesting, and... It's interesting also how the the ugly daughter um she wants to be like the beautiful daughter. She she wants to be showered in gold. And so it's interesting when we see other people happy, we try to take the same path. And so she thought by doing all these same exact things, I'm going to cut my hand, go down into the well. She follows everything but her interior disposition was totally totally different and that's that was the uh that's the difference between getting showered in gold and showered in pitch tar <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> be careful be careful <laughs> you're exactly right i mean your your interior disposition can definitely direct what happens to you you know in the end and yeah. we can see that in the story interior disposition of one versus the other one's showered in gold and one is showered in pitch and but that you know how 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 telling let's look at that let's look at that last line right okay uh but try what she would she could not get the pitch Mm. off and it stuck to her as long as she lived and that is that is the unfortunate and very sad story for some people Again, I'm not in a position to make judgments on on the world, but some people get stuck for most of their lives with basically 
the pitch of their actions, right? Mm -hmm. So their interior disposition guided them. It was not one of giving, not one of sacrifice. And they end up getting covered with something really yucky, and it sticks with them for the rest of their life. Exactly. And what a contrast. Okay, from the first paragraph of the story, we hear about how the beautiful daughter gets blood falls on the spindle. And <laughs> we know she's probably terrified. What is her mother going to think? There's blood on the spindle. I need to cleanse, like, get the, th- I need to get this off. I need to cleanse it in the well. And at the end, we see the ugly daughter, not just a little blood on the spindle. She's got tar all over her and she can't get it off. Like, the irony of it that if the mother wasn't so cruel and so ruthless to the beautiful daughter, um, if you follow along what happened along the timeline, if she wasn't that way with the beautiful daughter, if she was kind to her, this would have never happened to the ugly daughter. And now she's covered in tar, like you said, for the rest of her life. You know, there's, there's a lot of, you know, sayings, quotes, thoughts, you know, Chinese proverbs, I don't know, about kindness. Yeah. But I think there's a reason there's so much about kindness that's, have, that's, you know, come down over the centuries. Because kindness equals sort of goodness on the other side of it. You know, like, it is really hard to be kind and have something bad happen to you. Now, someone may not want to accept your kindness. That, that's on the other person. But to sort of be treated badly because of kindness, you, you just really don't hear about that in news. Well, a uh, local story, uh, someone was very kind and donated jackets, coats, and socks, and uh, clothes to those who were homeless and in need of winter wardrobe. And they were beaten for it. You know, that's not what happens. You hear about this person was kind and people were so thankful. This person was kind and they were rewarded. This person was kind and they achieved something greater. You know, Mm -hmm. kindness, it's just, it's all very simple. Like, if we choose to be kind, if we choose to be like the stepdaughter, there will be some sort of reward. I'm not saying that we're going to get covered in gold, but there will be some good reward for our kindness. Even if all we get is a thank you for your kindness, that's still a reward in itself. So, you know, but you you do hear plenty of complaints about, well, this person was lazy and they got fired. This person was lazy and they missed an opportunity. This person was lazy and go on and on and on, you know. Right. So, you know, kindness, and I've said this in other episodes, you know, a little bit of kindness from the world would go a great a great deal into making our world a better place. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And like you said earlier, the um the ugly daughter, she wasn't prepared for the test. She didn't have that habit of kindness. That wasn't her lifestyle. And you can only fake it for so long. This beautiful daughter, that was her lifestyle. She was just inherently kind. And we don't always see the reward instantly. Um, yeah, you mentioned before, why don't why does it seem like sometimes the good people suffer and the bad people don't suffer? I think that's what this story is getting at. We don't see it right away. But in the long run, 
Maybe not even in this life, maybe in the next. But things always seem to, um, I guess it comes down to that there is a higher power in this story. It's Mother Holly. In our Christian view, it is Jesus Christ. It is God that makes all things right. And um, we don't need to um, necessarily try to make it right ourselves. Like the daughter, the beautiful daughter didn't try to um, find justice. There was someone else who could see everything, who was watching out for her, who made it happen. Um, maybe something else to take from this story. Sure, sure. And I think that's maybe, I, I don't want to make it sound like it's like the the, the big brother type of, of thing, but there is someone always watching. You know, our, our, right. our Lord is always watching. Our Heavenly Father is, is, is always watching uh, and looking out for us. In a loving way, and if we are if we are good, if we are kind, if we are obedient, the Lord will will take care of us, mm-hmm. and and that's and that's just the simple truth. We don't need to make it a big theological discussion. But if if we're just good, kind, obedient, and and loving uh, to to everyone around us, God will take care of us. Surely He will, and it may not be soon, but later. Uh, like you said, at some point, somewhere, yeah, just this trust, life or the next. Trust it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, and so you know, we're getting close here to wrap, to wrapping up. But i I wanted to go. I wanted to jump back a little bit in the story to sure. cover one thing to make one more sort of um, comparison. So when the the lazy daughter comes down, mm-hmm. she follows along the same path that the stepsister did, and. Says, uh, in the story, it says, Like her sister, she woke in the beautiful meadow and walked over it till she came to the oven. Take us out, take us out, uh, or alas, we shall be burnt to the cinder. We were baked through long ago. But the, the, the lazy girl just basically responds, Do you think I am going to dirty my hands for you? And walked on. Mm-hmm. And I had this instant sort of image of the parable of the Good Samaritan. All um, oh, right. So where the, you know, the, the man who had been sort of basically robbed and beaten and was left for dead basically and people sort of were like no i'm not going to help you no i'm not going to help you no i'm not going to help you and of course who comes along well the samaritan comes along and takes care of the man binds and dresses his wounds takes him to the inn leaves some money says take care of him i'll be back by and i'll pay for anything else Mm. and he didn't ask for anything right And, and and we don't hear in the story necessarily of the good samaritan we don't hear in the parable that he was rewarded you know, the question is, you know, who was, you know, who was the good person here, you know? Right. Who was my neighbor? But it's obvious. It, it, it's, the, it's the good Samaritan, you know? So we have all these examples out of Scripture that sort of point to what Mother Holly is trying to basically get across, is that kindness and goodness, and I may be redundant at this point, but kindness and goodness is the path to, to follow, um, so that we... We can be a beautiful stepdaughter, you know, and mm. serve and be kind and to help. We can be a good Samaritan in our life and be kind and be help, but not look for a reward, you know. Exactly. And, and not expect it uh, versus those who expect to be rewarded. Okay, where is my where is my riches? Where's my treasure? Yeah. I mean, I love that comparison of the good Samaritan. I didn't notice that, but it's totally true with the, um, the loaves and then the apple tree. 
which uh, the ugly daughter, the lazy daughter, just walks right by and says, I don't want to deal with this. And she probably would have just walked by Mother Holly's request as well, walked by her house, because this woman, as we mentioned before, she was not attractive. Um, seemed like she was asking a lot of her. But uh, she responded just because she thought she was going to get something out of it, which is the total opposite of what love is really about. And I think um, the beautiful daughter, she knew. She knew what it, what, what it meant to be... Um, to be like the Good Samaritan, to do something yeah, out of pure kindness for the other's sake. Do good for the other for their sake, um, which is the definition of love. So, yeah, at the risk of sounding redundant, um, be kind. <laughs> and, yeah, <laughs> I, I, that, that, that's, that is the simple takeaway, ladies and gentlemen. Be kind. If nothing seriously. else, just, yeah, seriously. Just be be kind. You know, exactly. th- let's not make it complicated. Just go out there and be kind. Uh, and uh, whoever it is that you encounter, whether it's a Mother Holly figure or someone completely different, just be kind. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you haven't heard this story yourself, uh, go over to our website at waobaudiotheater.org uh, and look it up under the door-to-door storytellers. Or check us out on our YouTube channel uh, and see if you can track down the story there. We have uh, we have a few versions of it floating around, uh, but you can definitely take a listen to it uh, and enjoy a, a very good uh, story by the Brothers Grimm. Uh, Mike, as always, thanks so much for joining for this conversation. Oh, my pleasure. Be kind, Albert. You be kind. <laughs> More than me. I will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we are so glad you've joined us for another episode of The Table of Content. We hope you have enjoyed uh, this time together. And until the next time, be good, stay safe, peace. Peace.